the series series i'm chris lee and i'm kirk knudsen and today we are covering the fifth episode of marvel phase two with age of ultron that's right they somehow stuck this before the last movie yeah because ant-man phase we still got ant-man left which is a little weird it's very weird i i don't like it i mean yeah whether or not i like ant-man as a movie i don't like that they left it last (laughs) um yeah this one's kind of interesting because a lot of people hate hate this movie it's wonky you can't you can't get past that i feel like whether or not you like it or not you have to you have to say it's wonky well we will get into it when we start the review but before we get there what have you been watching this week so i watched a couple things uh interestingly enough i watched ant-man and the wasp oh nice yeah it's actually really good um it's it's not as good as I remember Ant-Man being, but it was a, and it suffers from a lot of the Marvel sequels in that it didn't need to happen. Maybe not a lot, but some of these movies, they don't really need to happen. They're like extra, yeah, like genuinely extra. Like if they never took place, nothing would change. Like there's no character development that changes people there's no anything it's just a tangential quest that yes it's like it's like a little loop that where they leave and then come back again it's almost as if it yeah didn't didn't, didn't happen. happen yeah that, that's kind of true have you seen Ant-Man and the Wasp? I have yeah okay. I and I watched part of it the other day because it's on Netflix yes. right now um, I have seen it I saw it in theaters and I thought it was pretty decent it's not the best Marvel movie it's not the worst but it's definitely entertaining enough to watch yeah there's a lot of really good bits in it oh. it's no Thor Dark World yes that that is not. <laughs> which is uh, that should not be the bar for a Marvel movie but <laughs> it's the it bar for bad ones that. yeah <laughs> yeah it's the bar for bad ones well that's the bottom for bad ones there's right, movies that are better, but I, I feel like it's. I feel like Iron Man is the middle. If you're better, well, maybe. Well, I don't know, maybe we actually haven't. Been I don't there. know. Anyway, and also I saw Lego Movie Two. Oh yeah, the second part or whatever. How it's called. was that one? Hmm. So it it was fun. I took my girls to go see it, which was kind of interesting. Okay. Seeing how how little ends interact in a movie is kind of interesting. The first movie is a great commentary piece, and it has a really cool surprise ending. Have you seen it, by the way? I've not seen the second one, no. No, the first one? I haven't seen the first one either. Okay. I saw Lego Batman, but not the other two. I wanted to see that one. I never got around to it. I'll talk about it after you talk about this one. Oh, did you see it recently then? Um, Yeah, pretty Well, a few months ago. Oh, interesting. Okay, so I recommend Lego Movie. I actually do. It, it's kind of weird because you'd think it'd be a kid's movie, and it is, but it also plays on a lot of levels. Sure. This movie tries to do that, and it's convoluted. There's something that happens in this movie, Lego Movie 2, that it's weird. It like They do something to try and explain something pretty pivotal in the movie. And those of you who've seen this movie know what I'm talking about. It's like they try to explain something, 
and it's not a sufficient answer. It's just weird. I don't know how to explain it without giving it away, and I don't want to necessarily spoil it because it, you know, it's a sequel and whatever. But sure, um, yeah, it's just I don't know. I I would recommend people seeing it because it is fun, especially if you if you have kids. Um, it's a lot more smart than a lot of other kids' movies. I don't think it's like a great kids' movie. Sure. It's not. It's not something that is worth seeing more than once. Like you could watch it. Your kids might watch it for the music, if nothing else, because the music is great. But you thought the first one was better than an average. Yeah, movie? yeah, okay. because the first one actually has intelligent commentary, and it it does something that's unique. Like you'd have to see it to okay. know what I'm talking about. Right. But it but it has kind of a twist. This movie is like because it did the twist in the first movie. It plays off that in this movie, but it's like the twist is spoiled. So it's sure. like you have to kind of just see what they do. Again, it's hard to talk about in, in generalities, but all right. Well, yeah, that's fine. yeah. It's a I don't know. It's it's not the best, but I would recommend Lego Movie One for sure. Okay. So what about yeah? Lego so I saw Batman. Lego Batman because I'd heard it was really really good, and actually, I started watching it. And I watched maybe like the first ten or fifteen minutes, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is good. Like this is Ooh. this is gonna be really good." So I texted my buddy, and we like I don't remember why I texted him specifically, but like we, he's our friend that lives in New York, and he we like watched it together. But yeah, so like he we watched it at the same time. I don't know. It was kind of silly, but like so because I was like, "He's gonna love this because it's like very it's very like if you're a fan of Batman, the first like fifteen minutes you're like, oh sweet." And then it immediately nosedives into this weird, like, not good. Like, it just loses all of the charm that it had. Oh, no. So how did you know it was good? Did you start watching some of it and then stop? Yeah, I watched, like, ten minutes of it. I think I texted my buddy, like, oh. oh, wow, this is a really... I think I just said, like, hey, like, the Lego Batman movie... Maybe because we were talking about Batman or something like that. But I was like, the Lego Batman movie is really good, actually. Like, really, I don't know, whatever. I, I, it impressed me that much in the first little bit. And then, yeah, and then it just, after like 20 minutes, it was just like, okay, this is just a bad kids movie now. That's how it felt. Oh, no. Which sucked. Yeah. I still want to see it, but... And it was way too long. It felt too long. Like, I don't know. I mean, I shouldn't... It wasn't terrible, but like, it set a really high bar and then immediately was like, yeah, forget about that. Hmm. It turns into like one of those made for Netflix Lego movies or whatever. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I guess I don't know what those are like, but... I don't either. Yeah. So that's what I got to say about Lego Batman. But hmm. I uh, went to an Anderson Pack concert this weekend. Oh yeah. Do you know who that is? Yeah, yeah. We've we've talked about. Have Anderson we talked Pack about him a lot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm a huge fan. I was really happy because he well, played a lot of stuff off of his Malibu, which is, I think, his best album. It's really good. So and you you know who we saw at the concert? It was in Chicago. Common. No, but um, we were waiting in line. It was at the Riviera Theater, and. Doors were at 7, and we got there at, like, 7.45, and there was still, like, a liner on the corner to get in. Oh. And so we were, like, hanging outside for a little bit, and Jabari Parker walked in right Weird. behind us. You know who that is? Yeah. Bucks yeah. Or, oh, well, he's not in Bucks anymore. He's not in the Bucks anymore. I think he just got traded again, but he was on the Bulls. Yeah. But he he just got in line behind us, and I was like, what are you doing? You're Jabari Parker. And he was like, yeah, what's up, man? Did he you was, like, s- trying to be incognito. He had a hat sure. on and, like, glasses. Yeah, Marvel. Yeah, he had the Marvel disguise kit on. And uh, dude, did you tell him that? Did you know that uh, our mutual friends sold their house 
to his mom. To Jabari Parker's mom? Yeah. I didn't know that. So you were you were pretty far down though? And you still got line. Well, we were in yeah, like we were in line to get into the theater. You think somebody like that would be able to just have a pass? That's what I thought. I was I was like, why is he not I would figure he would just be like backstage, but I guess bring that up to him. Whatever. Yeah, I didn't ask him. Hey bro, you're you're kind of a big deal. Yeah. Well, no, it's funny because like, is as many people that were in line there and like still getting into line, like walking past him, there was only like a few people that were like, "Oh, hey, what's up?" You know, and, like weird in know. Chicago. Yeah, in they Chicago, don't watch basketball. Or something. But yeah, maybe it was just because they could tell he didn't want to get maybe know, bugged yeah. about stuff. But he was nice, a nice guy. You know what? That's probably around yeah, us. That's probably where the most famous people are that we could meet would be in Chicago. Yeah. I don't know true. who we would list, but when you see p- famous people in public, it's like cool. But at the same time, you're like, that's, they're just a person trying to live their life. Yeah. You know, if you went up to them, they'd be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But at the same time, being a normie, you're like, Oh, that person's uh, yeah, that's I've happened to me before. I really had the urge to tell him that I was at the game where he tore his ACL. <laughs> oh no. But I did Who's he playing? <laughs> Uh, I don't remember who they were playing, but it was like he'd okay. just gotten back from being injured, too, I think. Like, he wasn't back long, and then I was at this game, and I was sitting on the baseline, and I just, I saw him drive, and I saw his knee, like, Ooh. pop, and I was like, uh-oh. He's out. And then he was out, yeah, and I was like, he tore, and I, I was sitting next to my brother, I was like, I bet you he tore his ACL, and he Ooh. did. So I did not tell him that, but... But it was like, bro, I saw I you saw ruin you your career <laughs> yeah, in front of my eyes. But uh, yeah, so anyways, that was kind of a detour. I really didn't do much. I traveled a lot and worked a lot this week. So I think that's all I've got to report for, for media this week. Should You should review your work. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, Ultron. Let's get to it. Oh, do you want, I think you're doing the rundown on this one. Oh, uh, sure. Whenever you're ready. So the gang's back. Um, they, Stark tries to invent, uh, a defense for the planet and creates an enemy. Then they have to take down this enemy and, uh, these two twins, uh, change sides and they destroy him all together. <laughs> wow. It's pretty good. You sound pretty enthused about that. Yeah. I mean, that was uh, a pretty good run. That was though. technically under 20 seconds. Okay, cool. But, uh, yeah. technically. Well, you didn't try hard enough. <laughs> it's just I'm trying to cut the fat to the basic plot mm-hmm. and um okay so here's my here's my uh, my standards with these movies change so before it was like you know you have a a review standard of variant things like you know is this movie just a technically good movie do you have a good plot can you wor- watch it um like are you enthused with it different things like that or does it merit like rewatches these movies now, because there's so many of them, and they build on each other, you you can gauge them on another level of whether or not they add to the overall arc. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Well, not just their own arc, because that, that's going to happen. Marvel's going to do that. But even on a grand narrative. You can say that, but then it, when you say that, it takes out pretty much every movie except for... The Avengers movie, the the first all Avengers the movie, and all the caps, and the Thors, because we see that a lot of the a no, lot of dude. the yeah, so a lot of these Infinity Stones first appear in the Thor movies. Well, yes. So you're gonna say Thor two is good because it plays into the overall plot. I'm not saying it's good. 
I'm just saying it's it. You can gauge it also on another level other than whether or not it's good, but like whether or not like, it adds to the overall. But I feel like it it that's almost false because anything that makes Thor two important in the series <laughs> is like not right because it's not an important movie. Yes, at first brings the Infinity Stones, but like, well, it brings in one Infinity. It brings in one, yeah. Which never really gets addressed again. It kind of just well, two. gets hinted they at take here. The first one brings in up technically the first Infinity Stone, probably before it was mm-hmm. ever even supposed to be an Infinity Stone. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. The <laughs> Thor movies add a lot of the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Cap adds an Infinity Stone with the Tesseract, although I think that's what first appears in Thor. I think that's the one that appears in Thor first, um, yeah. I mean, Loki's staff, but you don't know that, which right. is I think what you're talking about. Mm hmm. Red li- Sticky Goo is is another one. That's Thor 2. And then... Um, Doctor Strange. Doctor Guardians Strange is green. And then Guardians of the Galaxy. That's, yep. that's right. So, which we covered. Which is another thing that's pivotal. Guardians of the Galaxy adds a lot of lore. So, yeah. Basically, all the caps. All the Iron Mans except for three. This one adds more lore than Thor, Thor 2. Oh, no. I, I know. I'm, I'm saying, like... This movie actually is contributive to oh, the overall thing. So, I see. but but that's what I'm saying is I'm developing this new criteria, not not the solo criteria, but adding it to the rest of the criteria of whether or not we were just arguing the same side for like five minutes. I'm totally way. for that. I'm totally for that. <laughs> this movie does. This movie does add. add we were just contrarian. saying the same thing for five minutes to each other. I'm totally for that. Let's it. and then we have a, a, a contrarian tone. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm saying blue's the best color. Yeah. yeah, but it but red is not as good as blue. Yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly, that's exactly what just happened. Yeah, no, that's totally fine. But yeah, would you, so you would agree? You think this movie adds adds to that? I think so. We just watched it together. Mm-hmm. And I was struck by how many things were in this movie that I thought were in other movies. Yes. For instance, Hulk flying away. This is the last time we see Hulk until Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> the, the Hulk walking away song is now the Hulk flying away. <laughs> yeah. So Hulk flies away in this one. This is the introduction of Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch. Quicksilver is one and done in this movie. But yeah. Scarlet Witch sticks around for a while. Who we'll talk about mm-hmm. her. Um, <laughs> this is where Hawkeye gets his family, which... It hasn't really came back, but I have a feeling it's about to with Infinity yeah, War. Yeah. And then this is like the start of Civil War. There was a couple times when we turned to each other in this movie, we we're like, "Oh, that's major foreshadowing," because this yeah. is now just foreshadowing the stuff that's like coming that has come to fruition in the last you few know years. You know what's fascinating though? You're you're right in saying that there's a lot of pivotal things that you forget are in this movie. Yeah, that's a bad sign. A B. If you think about it, what other movie would that fit in? Because you'd Civil maybe War. think it'd be Civil War. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it couldn't be Infinity War. So yeah, there's a lot of really cool scenes. You're right. Yeah, in hindsight, it was Civil War that I would think it'd be in. All right, so I'm I'm just going to go ahead and say this. I mean, I kind of should have said this more at the top, but we're going to get into the meat of things here. Yeah. I like this movie more than I think most people do, and I know I like it more than you like it. So I feel like I'm going to be defending it. You already have a defensive tone. It's okay. <laughs> I'm going to defend this movie, all right? <laughs> it's all right. Okay, so let's talk about some bad stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's dump on this movie that I like. <laughs> Not, <that's, laughs> Scarlet Witch is insufferable in this movie. Yeah. Her casting almost single-handedly ruined the character. I think that... Yeah. Um, what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen, right? It's, yeah, it's It's really Olsen bad kids. for this. And I remember thinking that when I saw her. I was like, oh, she looks like not the right choice for this. And then no. I was right. 
but her accent is oh, so bad. Thank God they dropped that later. And they probably forced her to because they're yeah. like, yeah, that accent's just... You're not doing mm, good. Mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fluctuates from Scottish yeah. to... Well, it slowly gets lesser. Like, we'll see. Well, I think by the end of the movie, it actually gets better. I don't know if they did this in relative sequence. because they wore you down. Yeah, they maybe. They grinded you maybe. into the... They're like, just believe it already. <laughs> like, okay. yeah. Look at how hard she's trying. Yeah. Come on. Like, your brain is just, like, feeling bad for her. Like, yeah. But she loses it, it by Infinity War. Yeah. She, she has it in cap, but not as heavy, and then... She went to speech therapy. Yeah. I bet you they purposely phased it out like that. Like, like, you can't just drop bit, it in yeah. one movie. People will recognize it. Yeah. But if you do it over three movies... <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, it, it was bad. Her little hand clickies, her little gestures with her hands yeah little wavy hands or whatever they're doing it's gross her powers and i know in the comics her powers are relative like it's kind of weird like you can't really they're kind of um convenient i guess well depending on the plot kind of but like she has one of those powers where like in the comics they just use it for everything but we see in this one because her she has, like, the ability to warp reality, right? So in this one, she, like, messes with people's minds. Mm-hmm. And she does it a lot in this movie. We never see her do that again, I don't think. Yeah. Like, she doesn't do it in Civil War, I'm pretty sure. And she does. I don't think she does it in Infinity War either. Maybe that's a moral decision suppo- that we're supposed to buy well, into. That I mean, when she's kind of immoral and being desperate to save Slovakia or whatever it is... Um, <laughs> Slovakia, Sokovia. Sokovia. Yeah, I'm gonna get that wrong. Whatever it is, it just—I don't know. Maybe, maybe she's just evil or like desperate to save it before. So she just. How know, badly the, do you think they wanted it to be Latveria, which is the Doom Country, the Doctor Doom? Country. I wonder, but but Fox owns that, huh? Yeah. Is this? I think uh, it just reverted. Place? I think it might have reverted to Marvel or Fox sold it because. What are they? I mean, they made two Fantastic Four movies yeah. that were bad. Well, three, and then the, there was two, and then the reboot. And that reboot was like one of the worst. <laughs> the second movies one of was kind time. of interesting. The first Lawrence one was Fishburne? interesting. It was Lawrence Fishburne in the second one. Yeah, he was Silver Surfer in the second one. That was Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yes, dude. That looked nothing like Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. So. That that would be interesting but, if yeah. they did that. So, anyways, um, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Scarlet Witch. Just her whole deal sucks. She's really cool in the comics. I like her. And if anyone... I'm going to do this again because I did it a couple weeks ago. If you're interested in reading some comics oh, you and you like Scarlet Witch and you want to see how cool she is, read House of M. Because you were talking about House of M, right? Yeah. And I haven't even finished that one. That was one that I oh. perused and yeah, I need to I have back it. to it. I have it. You can read it. I would love to. Yeah, it's really good. But yeah, so she's... She's bad in this, and she never really gets much better. No, she's bad. Um, and Quicksilver. We'll talk about this, the other new intro. Yeah, Quicksilver, he's interesting, because we were just talking about how, you know, he's in the X-Men, which was owned by Fox at this point, at the same time, or yeah. relatively around the same time that he was in this. And different characters, they don't really call them the same thing, right? Like, they never call him Quicksilver in this. Do they? No, I don't think they do. They, they call him everything else. They call him Pietro, I think. I mean, that gets but nodded, but I wonder if they actually say it. It's weird because he he doesn't really have much of a character. The only thing he really does in yeah. it is say 
he says a couple one-liners. He's like a red shirt from the very beginning. Yeah, you never much. realize until the end. They but... like don't invest any time in him because he's yeah. gonna die. Yeah, you know? and he's kind of annoying. He's kind of another annoying character yeah. in a way too. Because I kind feel of... like he's annoying because of his proximity to Scarlet Witch. To be honest with you. Well, and he has he doesn't have a definitive. Okay, their motivation is entirely forced because it's off camera. Apparently, a Stark missile went off and killed their parents in in a scene we don't ever see. They passively talk about it way during in the movie. So we they're doing things motivated by something we're unaware of. And it's weird. They change because they... Look. <laughs> no, they show, they show the moment where she changes. Because she reads the mind of yes. the proto-vision. Yes, but what I was going to say is... It's it's odd that they changed motivation. The, so so what happened is, okay, let's say you hate somebody. Mm-hmm. Let's say somebody kills your your parents yep. by proxy, yep. like they made something that kills your parents. Yes, but then you find out that that person's enemy wants to destroy the world. Do you still like? Do you not hate the last guy anymore? You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> yeah. like it's like, oh, you know what though? Well, but what if like what if? It's interesting though because that guy is the one who's going after the people that are, are destroying the world. Yeah, so it's like inherently you're, you're, it's you're like your enemy's enemy is your. It's not even your enemy's enemy is your friend. It's your enemy who's also your enemy's enemy. Well, that's what the is now your enemy. friend. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Right. Yeah, it's odd. It's, yeah, it it doesn't make any well, sense. Well, dude, this superheroes, they, dude. They switch out of time, dude. This is what superheroes is like, dude. This is what comic books that's, are like. I don't like that at all. <laughs> They had to. They had to bring no, you back for something I, more than that. I'm just playing devil's advocate. This no, you're right. It, their backstory doesn't feel like it fits with this movie. They are the most shoehorned things. Yeah, they do feel very shoehorned. Now that you say it, um, that's true. That is true. Yeah, see, I I ruined this movie for you. No, I no. brought it down I'm, at least I'm, a at point. One point I'm at gonna, least a point. During well, bring it down no. a point. Chris, bring it down a point. Hang on. <laughs> just kidding. Yeah, just, We're gonna. I'm gonna. Def- I'm gonna give you all this, and then at the end, I'm gonna state my good case. You're gonna slam dunk. So, all right. Yeah, I'm gonna. Okay, yeah, this I'm gonna is this just turned into a dunk contest, Chris. Yeah, We're, you and I are gonna be. <laughs> yeah, you and I are gonna just see who's the best dunker yeah. here. Because, okay, I, okay, there's that. Yeah. Um, so you're not a fan of either one. I'm not. No, Quicksilver okay. isn't isn't bad but he's just very underdeveloped you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i probably could have used more of quicksilver but while we're talking characters mm-hmm. i want to say this <laughs> i think vision is my favorite mm. is like one of my favorite marvel there's characters. one dunk fair enough yeah there's a dunk right there <laughs> vision i um, and specifically in this movie though because in the other movies he changes a little bit and he used I love Vision, and I love how they're portraying him in the Marvel Universe, but I feel like every time you see him, it's not quite enough. They bring you up, and they're like, oh, look, here's Vision, and then they like pull him away. They have right to away. leave you wanting more. Yeah, it's like, Vision. you never get to hear his full explanation, and because... I'll pepper this throughout. I'm not Go going ahead. to save this till the end, because that's stupid. I like this movie because I like the kind of moral and philosophical debates that are almost everywhere in this movie, but specifically in Vision, which is why I like him so much. Like we were talking about at the end, he has a conversation with Ultron right before he kills the last Ultron bot. And it's it's two artificial intelligences, like a robot and basically a robot, talking about life and death and humanity and the value of human beings. And like, I love that. I think that's yeah. really cool. So, so It's like me, an existential superhero. Sure. Now, let me ask you something. 
Yeah. What is uh, Ultron's primary motivation? Um, and or goal? Like, what is he? What is he trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. I'm, here's what we're gonna do: the alley up, the, the alley oh, contest no. of, of this movie. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna alley oop it for you. You can slam dunk this all you want all day. Just I'm gonna toss it up for you. Let's see what happens. <laughs> right. I can't even drink my because I think I just inhaled the beard hair. <laughs> just I want you to pinpoint exactly what his motivation was, though. That's my um, it's it's interesting because you're right. I mean, like you could. Like, what is his motivation as a character? Yeah, I just want to know because I don't know. I guess I can't tell you that. So this is these are my beginnings of pro- now. Now here's here's the deal. Like, I mean, you can say superficial things, but nothing that pinpoints it yes. down to him. He his says, initial thing was peace. So your your presumption is that but it's not Vision's goal isn't necessarily no, even not Vision, peace. not not Vision, Ultron, Ultron. Oh, I'm talking about you're talking about Ultron. Yeah. Oh, Ult- I can tell you what Ultron's vision is. I thought okay. you were talking about Vision. But yeah. No, no, no. I want to know. Oh, Ultron is trying to... Mm-hmm. He's is the classic bad guy thing of saving humanity by destroying, destroying humanity. It? Yeah. He wants, the, he wants them to evolve or die. Is that right? Yes. So isn't that tired? Well, yes, but that doesn't mean... I'm not... Yes, that's <laughs> good. I'm not... I see. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's back it up here. Mm-mm. Let's back it up because... I thought you were talking about Vision, which is another no, no, no. question. What is Vision's motivation? I don't know, to be honest with you. That's hard, because I like him. So maybe that's... That seems like a bad thing to have in a character. So I ruined like. something else for Yeah, me. you kind of oh, ruined that. But no. for me, like... I don't know. Maybe that's why I like him, is because he's enigmatic. But anyways, okay. <laughs> Ultron. I like the mystery that is Vision. That yes! He's a really good mystery. I think that's that, it. I, don't know. I think that might be it. He doesn't have any... He doesn't have... Like, what? Because he's not... Defining thing. Is it like... Because it's not peace. It's not helping humanity, really. It's not helping Tony Stark. He's just like a force that's like... It's like he's a baby that has his own motivation now. But we don't know what it is. Well, he <laughs> he's says developing he talks it. about... He talks about chaos and disorder being... Op- he's like, humans think chaos and disorder But he said they're opposite. not right about exactly. that. Exactly. Here's what it is, dude. Figured it out. Oh my gosh, my my mind is unlocking. Okay. Mm -hmm. Vision is a true neutral D&D character. That is what it is to be true neutral. Not having motivations. Mm. Other than, I guess, yourself. I don't... He's not out to help anyone, necessarily. I mean, yes, he's fighting... He's fighting fighting with the Avengers, but like, I get... You're right, he is, but... (laughs) He's, that's odd too. Now, now hold on. Let's let's stop rooting Vision because he actually is yes, a fun I character. Like Vision. But, but that is that we can we can ruin Ultron a little. I bit. wanted that's to fine. ruin Ultron. Yes, we can ruin Ultron because you said you said his motivation was was to destroy. I don't think a I don't think that's ever clear. I think the peace thing starts to take off. Peace was never his thing. I don't think. Uh I think that okay. Well, so I think also, that was his programmed thing. Yes, it's also partly that humans are destroying themselves, so therefore they must go to attain peace. So why does he have to speed up the process? Because that's his that's his motivation. That's what he wants to do. That's like his mission. Seems kind of weird, doesn't What's it? What's his mission? <laughs> doesn't seem kind of weird. Well, you guys are already pretty oh. self destructive, so uh, I'm gonna speed so get it up out of here. a little bit. Well, I don't know. I guess it's kind of odd. The, the, I, is, I get what you're saying. Yeah, but there's the, other things we can be picking on Ultron for. Oh, sure. No, but this is why I'm saying... <laughs> this is why you don't like it. This is why I don't like the movie. Is because what it is, 
It's a very fun thing and a very unnecessary movie. I shouldn't even say unnecessary movie. This movie needs to happen in a lot of ways to set up events of Civil War. Other than that, this movie does not need to happen. It's it's like to set up Civil War and to establish Infinity Stone's existence, which they kind of have to do in, in movies generally. They don't have to do it in this movie. A lot of people don't have clear motivations. For example, I guess the one person's motivation that kind of makes sense in this is... Tony Stark. He definitely yeah. wants to accomplish That's something. That's true. This is kind of his movie almost. Yeah. He wants to establish that he wants to protect the world he in wants spite to of themselves. Ma- before, or primary like that. to that, he wants to retire as a superhero. So therefore, he wants something that can continue what he's doing without him being there. Yeah. Which is weird because he has a like immortal god who's going to be there forever. <laughs> That's true. Um, so he he's ancillary. Banner probably can't die. Maybe of old uh, age, but yeah. he can't. He can't probably like old age. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, well, he's that's very vain of Iron Man. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Tony Stark does not come off well in this movie. No, he is selfish, yeah. and he kind of deserves what he gets. And ridiculously risky. He says yes. Okay, so check this out. He says, "Spare me the what is it speech the." Um, Messing with things that that you shouldn't yeah, kind of thing yeah. speech. I forget what he, it's. Yeah. He's a better way of saying it. He gets that speech anyway after the fact. The reason why you don't do it in the first place is there's a high risk it can go south. When it does go south, you're going to get that speech. So if you're trying to avoid it <laughs> initially, you're going to get it at the end anyway. And he does because it goes sure as sugar goes south. Yeah, That's why people don't do that kind of nonsense because the risk well, is not worth. I think the people don't do it because we can't yet. Well, I'm just saying things like cloning humans or like that being (laughs) that being the case, when you make a movie about it and your hero does that, (laughs) that's detestable. Like and what's what's funny too is this comes back. Tony Stark is very authoritarian. He tries to save humanity again by making all the superheroes register throughout a government thing uh, to control. It's like this dude's default is authoritarianism. Yeah, that's it. Is kind of what he strives for in these few super movies. weird. Yeah. I mean, why would it's kind of like oversight? He's he's he really wants everything to have really strong oversight. So the the problem I have with Ultron is that he's too joke. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I he's said that too. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He no, really was. I, I think that he has the Bad he had character. the potential to be a very intimidating villain. Yeah, and a very cool villain with just a few small tweaks. I thought I got his motivation, but okay, making his motivation a little bit clearer, that's fine. And taking the humor away from him. Because I think they tried to make him look like Tony Stark. That's what, yeah. And yeah. I think you actually might be right. The thing is, is like Tony Stark puts all the pieces together, but Tony Stark doesn't create the AI. Isn't, oh, yeah. The, it, it's, it's presumed, like right. the way they explain it, it that's sounds right. like the AI is like... Already existing. Is already existing inside the stone. And then... Is it in the stone that they're doing it? Or is it a separate thing? I forgot. Where yeah, it was in the it was in the the spear. That was because that's also what, made that, clear to me. No, yeah, because they, yeah, it was because because he got it off the computer. I thought. No, no. In the very first scene, they steal mm-hmm. Loki's spear, which yeah. is an awesome scene to be that like is. get yeah. stoked to watch the Avengers. Yeah, that but isn't that what scene. the computer is? That he's like he tries. He to get says the... that he's. They have a whole scene where he explains that people oh. are looking at this like it's some sort of energy, but it's more mm. like a computer. I see. And then basically, what it sounded like Tony Stark mm. did was how he made Jarvis. He pulled like an AI from the Infinity Stone. That's mm. kind of what the they alien tech. Yes, the alien tech. Yeah, that's right. That's right. 
the theme of like creating something yes. like Tony Stark and Banner create Ultron and then and Thor and well and Thor <laughs> and then directly from the source that Ultron is from Vision is created which I don't understand that corollary either they take the mind gem that's what was in the staff yes so the so mind gem the st- created Vision and Ultron that's kind of weird isn't it yeah I think it's cool but so what I think happened is <laughs> this is so weird. I don't understand this. So the intelligence that was in the spear became Ultron, and Ultron entered into some sort of tech. Like he entered into the internet he or like whatever. T- when he yeah, yes, basically he became the internet. Then check this out. They make they go to make a vibranium body for Ultron. Yes. Yet Ultron's never never enters it. No. He's downloading himself into it. Yes. So there's a weird thing about that. But then the mind gem gets placed into... Into the body of what would have been Ultron. Wouldn't that be redundant? Wouldn't the mind gem already be Ultron? I think... No, because I think... They I think extracted... that Ultron's like a personality... Like the personality of this. And Vision is what like is the, the mind, mind of it. Then what is the mind gem? Jarvis. But that's a separate thing than the, than the gem. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? Like Jarvis is Jarvis is a creation of Tony Stark. Yes, it's an an AI that. So okay, okay. Think about it this way. Mm -hmm. Here we have the Mind Stone. Okay, I'm looking. There's two halves of this. Yep. There's the mind, and there's the personality. The Hmm. personality is extracted and becomes Ultron. The mind that's left is imprinted with Jarvis, and that becomes Vision. That seems like a a leap to me. I don't know. That's what I think. That's what I, mean, I think it is. I and guess. I think that's cool. I, I mean, think that's really cool. I, I like I like Tony Stark's AI in the body that was initially made for um Ultron. Mm-hmm. That concept's cool. Mm-hmm. The mind gem is weird. Putting the mind gem on it to kind of spark life or something like that or whatever it is seems a little odd to me. Because I don't see how you can separate. If the mind gem was the stone that created Ultron anyway, wouldn't that be... If you take the mind out of it, what do you have left? And I know you're saying it's the the difference between the personality and the mind, but philosophically, I think that's the same thing. The, phys- the physical and the personality, we'll say that. No. The gem is your brain and Ultron is your I personality. I can see that, I suppose. That's I kind of what, that. That's what I'm saying. I see. So you're you're putting an artificial mind into a brain, into I'm taking those and putting them in the in a vibrating. Yeah, but body. it's a special brain. <laughs> I guess it's you know a, it's an infinity, infinity stone. Gen- yeah, that's infinity exactly stone. it. Like yeah. that's I, I'll buy that. Okay, I'll buy that. The you. mind brain difference. I'll I'll buy that. Fair enough. Thank you. You you've sold me, sir. <laughs> Dunk. You better yeah, take it. <laughs> Fair, fair. I will concede. Except that was like the slowest dunk. That was like that's okay. Right, that was, I'm, I'm gonna dunk on you. Okay? It was a very oh, intricate. Oh, no, I don't think you should dunk. No, come on, let me. Well, please. Okay, and then just like it's very involved. It's like somebody threw in. through the rafters and then like suited up as as the Toronto Raptor uh, mascot and then jumped on a trampoline over the thing, caught the ball, and backflipped into the dunk. That's what it seemed yeah. like. Well, that's going to be it's very the, elaborate. That's going to be the last one, but yeah, it's um, I like I said the the, the jokiness of Ultron though yeah. is too much because it does. It feels like he's Tony Stark, and it ruins scenes. It ruins, it ruins a couple scenes. scenes. It, it ruins his intimidation, like yeah, and his what his random anger spouts. 
they they make sense in context like you were saying in the movie because i asked that i was like well dude why is that guy so annoying like why is he so you know going crazy off the drop of a hat like angry and you're like oh they said wrath it's wrath yeah although they they ruin that later too because they say this is not rage remember they were talking about how he destroyed Jarvis, they're like, it's not rage, it was systematic, whatever, oh, or something yeah. like that. So they took away the rage thing too. Yeah. It's like, wait a minute, so why he's why is he snapping so That's much? Uh, oh, so silly. Okay, dunk so, by the way, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back a little bit. There's a couple things here I have in my notes that okay. um the so I, I noticed this time right away within what what would you say, five minutes? I was like this is oh, cheesy writing, yeah. You know, yeah. there's some very cheesy stuff, and I think it's from Whedon, dude. I think a yeah. lot of the stuff is from Whedon. That sort of stuff is very hit or miss in this one. Yes, there's yeah. some major whiffs, but there's a couple good ones. Like when we kind of looked at each other and we were like, "Ooh!" When Cap- Captain America gave Maria Hill that self righteous lip about, "Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah," you know, why? Well, they signed up for this, and he was like, "Yeah." Well, basically, he was like, "I signed up for this," you know, like yeah, yeah, like in the same way that they were signing up for they, government experiment, yeah. I did that same thing. Yeah, it's almost you like, uh, well, yeah, it, that was that was a pretty good line. Yeah. That's the thing with Whedon is actually if you watch his stuff, he does have a lot of like cheesy stuff. So, well, it's it's swing for the fences kind of dialogue, but sometimes that's like, ooh, <laughs> yeah. that's cheesy. Yeah. Like if you don't hit it right, or if it looks better on paper yeah. than it than it, it actually feels, sounds, yeah. yeah, then it then it becomes problematic. Yeah, there's a lot of cool scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. The party scene. And then party scenes fun, great, like that. dude. And that yeah. see, bringing fun back by the way. That that feeling, the feeling in that scene is why I like Ultron, or I think Ultron could have been a good intimidating bad guy because you have that scene where they're all just like hanging out, having fun, and zombie robot comes and a zombie robot walking. comes in and yeah. it changes the whole mood. Let's talk about that scene for a second. In that party scene, they're all trying to lift up Thor's hammer. Yeah. And we were talking about oh, yeah. Captain America should 100% be able to lift that hammer. Wasn't that a deleted scene? I, I thought know. that was a deleted scene where somebody lifts it and hands it back or something like that or lifts I it. Know. I could have sworn that was like a deleted scene somewhere. Well, Vision hands it back he to He hands him it later. back, but then later on somebody does it too, I think. Because Captain America is like... Or that, that's what it is, is like somebody lifts it. I think it was Cap. He lifts it. It's like when everybody's gone, somebody like kind of lifts it and then it drops. Well, he it budges when he yeah, grabs it in this one. What it, maybe that's what it was. He he kind of moves it, and then it, they, they do the uh, oh, rack shift where it goes from the hammer to Thor's face. Oh yeah, yeah, and he's like shocked. Yeah, and then he's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, oh no, but yeah, I Captain America should be able to lift that hammer. Just yeah. gonna say, yeah, we were saying we were talking about like who could yeah. all lift it. So it, just in this movie alone, Cap, Falcon, um, Hulk, so Banner. If you're least, just talking about being more moral than yeah. Thor, I guess. The only thing we came up with that that might be the solution is that the morality standard of if that's a thing <laughs> of Asgard versus Midgard. But well, yeah. there's also the physical might too, because Cap is definitely yeah. strong. But if that's the case, Banner it's not stronger than Thor, though. That's is what he? I'm saying. Is like yeah. Thor is much stronger physically but than Captain Hulk America. Might be able to... But Hulk does lift it in the comics. Yeah, and doesn't he in a movie too? I thought there was a movie where like Hulk kind of in the first Avengers, I think 
he picks it up for a second. No, he can't pick it up. Or oh. does he? He like tries to lift it a little he bit. He tries, but he like yeah. pulls himself through the floor, remember? Yeah, maybe. Um but yeah, it, technically Captain America lifts it in the comics too. But Yeah, a lot of people. A I lot of like people sure. have, yeah. But it, but it was a cool nod that it, it wiggled when he grabbed it. Yeah. Yeah, and that vision just straight up flips it. That was a yeah. cool callback later on. I like that. Yeah. So another very side character who was kind of cool in this movie, Andy Circus. Oh yeah, Claw. dude. So good. Dude. His South African accent, way good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Is like we have like probably the best accent in the whole Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And probably the worst. You know, yeah, in, in the, the same, same scene. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> you know, he's great. And like, I I all for Andy Circus being. I mean, he's great as a motion capture artist. Obviously, he like he. I mean, he basically changed the format. Like, yeah. Yeah, he, like he was any like, mocap stuff is basically either done by Andy Circus now or by his like his company. Yeah, exactly. So like yeah. he kind of like pioneered that, but as an actor, he's really good, and you yeah. just don't see him physically. And it stuff makes as me want to. Yeah, exactly. It makes me want to see him more. Yeah, like as an actual and, without the special effects. I just want to see Andy Circus yes. now as an actor. Yeah, yeah really I, and you don't see him very often. He pops up and stuff occasionally, but anyways, he was a cool character. He might be like more corporation now like trying to run a company instead of well maybe he always pop, he still pops up in yeah that's true big stuff you know whenever there's like a movie where it's like oh that's gonna get mocap by andy circus or you know whatever they call it now yeah there's a different term it's not like called pu- motion not puppeteering anymore. but like something yeah, he, yeah yeah i watched a little mini like maybe it was like a vice documentary or something about mm-hmm. uh him or you know no, it wasn't that. It was like he was doing an interview and he had like, it was like 10 or 15 minutes long and he was specifically talking about um, like the motion capture process and like what yeah. it was like in each movie and how he, like he wasn't the one that was like doing that, but like his presence in there, I don't know, somehow he like, he kind of helped evolve it, you know, yeah. and like it was pretty cool. You know who's not at their cheediest in this movie? <laughs> Uh, who? <laughs> Oddly enough, Don. Oh, Don man. is not his he, cheediest. He's very backseat in this, though. Not only is he backseat, but like I was saying this too in the movie, is that he's a he's a, he can be a really good actor. Mm-hmm. He's not only backseat, but just like almost puts himself in the backseat. Like he's <laughs> he's not just like they don't write him in enough. It's like yeah. it's like he's buckling up back there. <laughs> He's like, he's like, I'm about to do an underwhelming performance. <laughs> you ready to see my face in green while I'm War Machine? Oh, and it's just, it's yeah. not the well, best because, I mean, yeah, you're right. But I'll argue it's because really all he ever has is one liners to Tony. That's like all, Try, that's yeah, his all whole he character does is trying to get Tony's approval. Not even it's that. Really, like, it's what it feels like. Like he's his dad. He's just like, come on. It's like dude. how Falcon is ancillary to Captain America. Is that the right word? It's like servient almost. Yeah, or, almost. Yeah. yeah. It's like Captain America. Falcon is like Captain America's buddy, and then yeah. like like his underling. Yeah, it's like his underling. It's, it's, it's understudy. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is, and yeah. then yeah, it's like War Machine is Iron Man's understudy, yeah. and like technically he's with everyone else, but he like has to go through Tony Stark. It's like, come on, Iron Man, break your shit. Like, <laughs> I just want to get in the tear your ACL. I <laughs> wanted the game. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. It's just, and he's not. Yep. It's, that's all he's he serves the purpose for. A couple other cool scenes. Let me point them out. So we got the, fir- the first battle, the party scene, 
Um, I like the scene where they're fighting in South Korea and Captain America's fighting him on the bus. Yeah. I think that's a pretty cool scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, bits of the final end scene I like. I don't really like the floating city. I think it's kind of cheesy. I feel like they reverse engineered this movie to get a floating city. They did that in, and I was racking my brain to find out where it was. It was Man of Steel. Man oh, of Steel, where they have these these uh, magnets that like pummel into the city, and it's like, and it's like these huge. It, it it's annoying. It's like, oh, dude, you're ripping off. Uh, I think it comes before. After Man of Steel, I'd have to look at the dates, but I'm I'm guessing this was 2015. This isn't no Man of Steel. They were trying to like drain the planet, weren't they? They were like slamming these things into the planet. It was. It was uh, well, they didn't do that in this. They lift. They did a floating city. I know, but they were bringing it back down. He's like, I can lower that. it now, but I'm gonna let it keep going for a little bit, and then I'm gonna lower it again. It's like <laughs> that's dumb. Uh, no, he didn't say that. He, he was, basically no, did. I swear. He was, he was talking he was like, about meteors. He wanted to make it a meteor. Basically, he wanted to get it into space and then drop it on, drop the, it the, on the planet. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yep. Just like in <laughs> Man of Steel. <laughs> oh, is it? Yeah, that's not that's what you thing. explained. Man of Steel, they don't do that in Man of Steel. They, they have, yes, dude, they have no. these. It's, it's, Are you thinking of Superman Forever or whatever that's no, called? No, I'm thinking of Man of Steel. Remember, I think that's what it is, Zod. I, I, I think that's what it is. They like have these magnet things that they bring up. And then they slam it into the city, and they keep doing that over and over again. And they're like, "I don't remember that." Maybe you're right. Maybe anyway, wrong, it's but... one of those movies, and, I'm, and it's like, dude, you should not be ripping off a DC property. It should be the other way around. Don't do that. I'm, I'm actually going to. I'm not going to give you that. I'm not going to give you that they're ripping. No, hold off on, DC. hold on. Oh, hey, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and he's on fire. No, yeah. that is not Slam a dunk. dunk. That yeah, is not a pretty dunk. dunk. They, okay, ripping lifting off DC? lifting a city up is different than. Repeatedly slamming magnets to into the slam world. Slam it into the ground. Just because into something is falling makes it a ripoff? No, no, no. It's when you raise it up and then you slam <laughs> it back into the earth. <laughs> I'm sorry, sir. That is a slam dunk. That's literally the same How thing. How big are these magnets? It doesn't <laughs> Let's say they're city sized. Oh man! And there's are they, they city sized? Because they are, and there's a lot of them. If not, if if it's not just one that's city sized, well, there's a few of them around the earth. So they equate to a city. Oh, all right. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna look up Man of Steel. All right, you can. But I'm ready to move on to reviews. Yeah, my phone's not working. All right, I'm just gonna presume that they ripped off Man of Steel. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a you know what? Point. I think it just got a half point higher. No, no you know, just, just putting it higher. I'm just kidding. I, I'm, I won't actually do that. It's just it's this movie. You want to go to ratings? Or yeah. Well, let me let me ask one more thing. But okay, I know it, so you must not have liked James Spader in this movie at all. Then you didn't say anything about um, it, but you don't like the character of Ultron. So Spader is somebody who is fun if you are either a. Uh, can you go into the Pantheon with uh, Glenn Close and Tommy Lee Jones? <laughs> no, no, I will James not. I will not allow that. But James Spader, s- s- he's he's good if you're a fan of Stargate, the Stargate. Movie. I've never seen Stargate. Oh, dude, it's so good. Or Boston Legal. Never Those seen like, Boston Legal. And you're, you're I, well, I've seen a little bit. Are of you Boston a Spader Legal. fan? I mean, not I, I, okay. So I, I don't really. Uh, to be honest, I've never seen those two things, so I don't know him that well. I've seen Blacklist, some of Blacklist. I mean, he's on that. He's in, yeah, I mean, he's in random period. You know stuff but i mean he was like his big movie is stargate and his big show was boston legal so if you if you haven't seen those things spader and those are both kind of nerdy things i guess boston legal was like a huge thing during its time but i don't know he's like a nerd hero in a way he's like shatner 
Oh, you know okay. what I mean? Sure, Except sure. not as famous. Okay. So if you're like rooting for spades. He's like the Thor <laughs> 2 of William Shatner. <laughs> he's probably better than that. I mean, he's he's fun in some capacities. Like, I love Stargate. Boston Legal, the things that I've seen, the episodes I've seen him in, he's a fun character. So, I mean... But what about he, him in this? He's a good actor. It's just a random choice, to be honest with you. Like, kind of is random. I wonder how they... They chose him for this. Yeah, it's kind of odd. I mean, he has a f- he has an interesting voice as a villain, but the decisions he makes, and I don't know how forced they are, like you, as in like I don't know if the directors Studio are yeah studios are making him do stuff, but some of the decisions he makes are weird. Like what like, ones? Like when he's aggressively angry, that's got to be a studio decision. Yeah, that's the script. That's not okay. him. And then and then um, yeah, his little weird one liners don't also fit. not him. I guess, so, so, so I guess he's good if that's the case. If, then, I mean, then the studio sucks. But that doesn't make his no, character good. So if the studio... Sucks. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, so it, I mean, but think about it this way. How many movies have had a good actor that give a bad performance because people have been telling him to do something like that? Yeah. No, and so that's like, true. And you don't give it a pass and, just because other people have told him to do it because it falls on the actor's shoulders. Probably. I don't think he's terrible, though. I don't think uh, Ultron is a character, is what I'm saying. I don't hate Ultron. I think that he's almost good. Like, a little bit of tweaking, and he could have been really good. I would say a lot of tweaking. And I would say good as in what would what would be good about him? I think he would be very intimidating villain. I okay. like his kind of toying with morality thing that he does except he 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 shows okay to go with the morality thing yeah it's almost confusing because he starts off immediately negative like because he he apparently tears jarvis to bits um and then he threatens the avengers and tells them weirdly that he killed somebody and he fights them but then he's nice to the twins which is a weird thing because he wants them to help him I guess, and they but do. it's like it's like we. So think about like a menacing villain uh-huh. that you'd see, like that's nice the next moment to somebody. Well, it's like Typically the menacing. You see them. He's not. Well, I guess he is kind of nice to him. It's like a a villain having he's henchmen. Like, he's like a dad to them. He's not he acts, a dad no, to seriously, them. seriously, seriously. No, he's, he's like listen. He check this out. He listens to Quicksilver's story, yeah. and when Scarlet Witch tries to cut him off, like, uh, dude, nobody cares about that. He goes, no, no, no. Let him say it. Because he's placating them and he wants to bring I out know, their hatred. but that's not... It's not because he's like, I care for you and I'm sorry about your problems. It's like, I can use this to my advantage okay. and I'm going to... But I will say that doesn't seem like his character. I get the manipulation factor, but that kind of manipulation seems different than than being strategic. Uh, it's not different than being strategic, but like what he did to Jarvis is different than what he was doing to them. You know what I mean? He like toward and it's what it's different than how he handles the Avengers. It's like he's smart. He's always like a step ahead, but it's just weird when you see it in that realm. Like manipulating people by getting them on your side that he's caring. It's like I don't think that's right. Cuz then you look like a jerk. And he immediately always, like, well, seriously. Well, he is, though. It's not like they're not trying to be like, hey, he's a good guy. To them, he is. Well, but they didn't know that. If they would have known he was manipulating them, they wouldn't have gone with it. But he was like a total jerk to everybody else. He's like, it's like a dad being like, oh, son, I love you. Now I got to go destroy these people right over here. It's like, 
I don't know, dude. It's kind of weird. Like, it, you seem kind of odd. I, I don't know. I guess I'm not trying to sneak the you're slam dunk to, in. You're trying to take <laughs> Ultron away. And I, not that I want him, but you can't have him. You can't give him away. <laughs> I'm not trying to give him away. Just, I don't get his character in some ways. Spader sure. delivered a good way of speaking. But <laughs> we could have got a was... Bane, but we got a Spader. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even know if that. Would well, be let's good. let's go to reviews because, yeah. and you're gonna reviews. go first because I want to know. Oh what dear. I'm up against you. Okay. Uh, ratings. Yeah. This is a prime example of a Marvel studio push that went wrong. So, whereas some movies end up doing good. We talked about this. Like, for example, Kevin America, Winter Soldier. There's a lot of things you you and I know that they were saying things like, we need to get the helicarriers in here, and then we need this, and whoosh, mm-hmm. and then they reverse engineer some interesting things mm-hmm. to make the story good. Mm-hmm. This is like, they had a bunch of things they wanted to do. Oh, do you know what? We need a party scene to set up the hammer scene later on when Vision picks it up. But, like, we're going to have a cool, sexy party scene. We're going to have them all, like, hanging out all, you know, debonair. And then have a hammer lifting contest. Uh, and then we'll introduce the bad guy. Uh, we need a... We need a... You know how Man of Steel had the magnets destroying the Earth? We need a scene like that in, in Slovakia. <laughs> no, but <laughs> No, that didn't happen. <laughs> that didn't no. but, uh, uh, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, put on the record that it did. So, but But what I'm saying is, like... It's like they tried to reverse engineer from scenes and it didn't work. Because there's a lot of cool stuff. The one we failed to mention was the Hulkbuster armor. Oh, yeah, dude. How did we that forget that? That was really rad. That's um, so cool. Yeah, it really was. And the, I mean, the Avengers fight scene at the end was cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, the, the, I didn't get to him. I was sorry. I was listening yeah, to all the cool scenes we missed. Yeah. And then the Avengers scene in the beginning, even with its clunky stuff, had some interesting bits in it. It wasn't good, but it had some interesting bits. The first scene? Yeah. Yeah, the writing is they, terrible, but yeah, there's... Dude, when I said the first really scene, the first scene being that literal, like, 20-second shot mm-hmm. when they're going through the, the, the snowy woods, and then they yeah. it ends with them slow-motioning over the yeah. barrier. That's the part I'm talking about. Yeah. Because it's like, hey, get ready to see some Avengers action. That's true. But the you're right. That whole scene in general is not a good scene. Yeah, yeah it's pretty bad. There's a lot of scenes like that. And the movie overall doesn't make sense. And it's not that it doesn't make sense. It's that it has no basis. And it there, there's a lot of faults and problems with this movie. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to essentially just tick it down. So let's let's knock off points for problems. Okay. Instead of starting from a, a five and working our way up, we're going to knock it down. So is this rewatchable? This is the second time I watched it. And I'll be honest, I don't feel like watching it again. So let's take that off. It's long. It is long. It, and it's very long. That's almost a separate point, to be honest with no, you. No, it's not a separate I'm point. I'm not. Uh, dude, there's a movie. For okay. you. Maybe it is for you. That's fine. <laughs> like, this is your score. I, I'll include those together for your benefit because it's already. You're just making this down. harder on me. You're like, I'm going to sh- I'm gonna just pr- prolong this out and be like, we're going to get lower and lower and lower. <laughs> well, yeah. There's nothing you can do about it. There's nothing you can do right in front of your eyes. Um the writing at times is pretty bad. And for a Whedon thing, that's really bad. We're going to drop it to an eight. Um, there, The reverse engineering aspect of this movie is blatant. And um, so I'm going to take, I'm gonna take the, the, the writing off in the beginning 
as far as like, how would I say it? Like the plot problems. Uh, I'm taking that off and I'm including length in that. I'm taking the writing off in another one. I don't know. The bad characterization in another one. Like it's not just dialogue, but it's like how characters portray themselves. Their uh, indirect characterization as opposed to direct is garbage as well. Um, so we're dropping it to seven. Wait, no, wait a minute. Yeah, so you just said like six things. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm just going to keep dropping it. Oh, then. okay. Um, I'm going to give it a six. Six? And I'm going to leave it at six because there are some really good scenes in this, but the few good things do not make the whole great. And the good scenes are worth watching. So I can't say it's a five. It's not like a dull movie in that regard, because once you see the cool scenes, those scenes are great, mm-hmm. but man, it barely makes it out of that alive. I would say barely. I have to put it at six because seven would be generous. Okay. And eight, that's nine, actually a little ten. bit higher than I thought you were going to do. Really? Yeah. I thought you were going to give it a five, but it's so, better than a five. The be- good scenes are better than a five. Yeah, so I mean, I I did state my case through this pretty much the whole time, and like I said, I am aware that people don't really like this movie, and you know, people have asked me them like, why? Well, why do you think it's good, or like, why do you defend it? And I guess I I'd only seen it the once, so I was like, I kind of have to watch it again. Now I rewatched it, and I'm being so fresh on it, I can talk about it a little bit more. It's I enjoyed this movie, like I enjoyed watching it. There's definitely some bad stuff. Don't get me wrong. Like like you said, the writing is not great. There's a lot of like really cheesy stuff in it. We talked about the Scarlet Witch. The new characters felt flat and not well cast. The villain being jokey. It, there's yeah. a lot of stuff in this movie. But to me, like I enjoyed watching it all. I never felt like, oh, get on with it already. Even though like mm-hmm. I'm assuming that people probably feel that way about this movie. But I don't think so. Like I like seeing the Hawkeye stuff. I like seeing the like characters, his family stuff. Yeah, I liked that. I thought that was cool. I liked the scene on the farm. I liked um, like all the characters kind of having their flashbacks. And even though they tried to be like give them their own motivations, it's a little weak. But like I liked that bit of it. You know, like seeing all the characters like personal hells. You know, like that sort of thing was cool. Can, can I touch on something real quick? Yeah. I just realized too. In the first Avengers, I guess people had their motivations, but in this one, I mean, we're losing motivation for Cap and Thor too. Not that we necessarily need that. At some point, you got to have the heroes do heroic things, but mm-hmm. like, they don't really have motivation to do this either. I mean, Thor is from another planet. Well, Cap always has motivation. He's always Cap. Cap right. is always Fair Cap, enough. and he's trying Fair to enough. save people, and he's not letting yes. dictators take over. What about like Thor? that's Thor is interesting in this one though because Thor kind of is out of left field in this. Like, he he goes and discovers the Infinity Stones, which is weird for him to be doing. So he's trying to stop that. Thor, And this is still at a point, to me, where Thor hasn't found his place in the Marvel Universe yet. I'm thinking, because, like, okay, the first one's, like, kind of a weird one-off movie. The second movie is, like, okay, he doesn't... Remember we talked about in the Avengers, he doesn't... Almost doesn't fit. Like, he he doesn't... He's still changing from, like, serious to goofy... And I don't know. I feel like it's not until Ragnarok until we see like Thor have a true personality. He almost doesn't have a personality in anything up to this, mm. uh, or up until uh, Ragnarok. Sure. But yeah. So I mean, like I said, there's there's bad stuff in this movie. There's stuff that I do like. I really do believe in Ultron possibly being a good villain. Look, Ultron as a villain as as a whole, I'd give him like a six. But I feel like with <laughs> a couple tweaks, 
he could have been like an eight or a nine. He could have been cool. Um, I love Vision in this movie. I love Vision in this movie. He's so cool. I mean, that that alone is probably worth a point up for me. Just that's how much I enjoy Vision in this movie. And yeah, like I said, there's cool action, or like you said, there's cool action scenes in this movie. There's we get to see the Hulkbuster fight. We get to see Marvel Avengers doing the final. I like the gimmick of the final. Uh, battle scene where it's like, all right, don't let them touch this, and then it's an army of robots coming in, and you see that 360 spinning shot with the threat of destroying the um, the magnet coming down next. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, wrong though. <laughs> and then yeah, so I like this movie at the risk of just being so repetitive and saying again, it has its faults, but I enjoyed it. That's my thesis. I'm gonna give this movie a seven and a half. So not much more than me. Not much. I was going to go eight, but you brought me down a half. Good. Good. I'm actually glad that. Which I do get excited about movies sometimes. Yeah. But you know what? It's funny because I think I remember talking to the Bushes after we saw this movie in theaters and they were like, well, what did we always were like, oh, what did you think about it? And I was like, oh, I really liked it. I thought it was awesome. And everyone else was like, uh, it was pretty bad. And I was like, oh, really? And then I've always felt weird and self-conscious about it. But now that I've seen it again, I'm like, no. You I would probably was, like it more than everyone else. I do else. probably like it more than everyone else, but like <laughs> I also get stoked on things, whatever. No, and that's... It, I, I get look, stoked on things. I easily... Whenever I review something, I usually have to give it some time before I give it a real review because it's like... But that's kind of... That's okay. Let, let's actually air this real quick. I think that that's fine. As a reviewer, as a... As a reviewer, you can't just be a negative Nelly. You can't just be like, well, I have to wear my... Like critical i hate this first hat Mm -hmm. being a critic is gauging something even on enthusiasm i mean there's there has to be an enthusiasm gauge as well like if you're excited about something because it's material that you're a fan of Mm -hmm. you have to include that that's part of your bias you know what i mean so if there's a character in here that you like or an idea or something like that that you're familiar with that you wanted to see on the big screen or you're just a fan of what they did i mean you have to kind of talk about that yeah, you can't put that aside because that's you're the filter of what you're gauging this movie from. Yeah, that's true. But I so don't feel bad, Chris. So give it an eight is what you're saying? No, don't do that. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, but no, I feel that's, satisfied. That's with your score. <laughs> Seven and a half is a good score. <laughs> All right. Well, next week we'll wrap this one up, and we're going to be doing Ant Man. What a way to end this! Isn't that kind of funny though that they put like this huge? Yeah mainstream special effects big giant movie with a huge cast and then end it with a potentially uh indie based kind of movie that with a with a literal small hero yeah like a tiny a tiny scoped movie too yeah yeah it really is it's It's like almost it's almost smaller scope than thor (laughs) yeah thor was like at least had other dimensions and or other galaxies this is just yeah it's like literally his house. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, so next week you can catch us for that. If you guys want to talk to us on Facebook, we got a page. If you guys want to find us on Twitter, we are Serious Series Pod. And you can email us at SeriousSeriesPodcast at gmail.com. Anything else? That's all I got. Till next time, I'm Chris Lee. And I'm Kirk Knudsen. To be continued. Slam dunk. Nope. Blocked. <laughs> I'm giving you can't Wait, hear it's it. It's coming back again. You can't hear it over the airwaves, but I'm giving you the Dikembe finger. Oh <laughs> man. It's going just windmill this. Dikembe say no.
It's the series. series.